Picture yourself living in Europe in the 1500s. Europeans had just discovered the Americas, and all sorts of new things were being introduced back into Europe. Different foods and crops and different animals. What if you met one of these explorers, and you were talking with them about the different things that they saw while they were in the Americas, and they told you of many foods you've never heard of, you've never seen, animals you had never heard of and you had never seen. And you're thinking, wow, what is this place? This sounds a bit too crazy. I don't know if I believe all of this. And he tells you all these amazing stories and you're starting to think, I don't know if all these are true. How can I know? And you know, days go on and you tell other people, but you're like, I'm not so sure this stuff is true. I think it's just a good story. But then what if you run into him again? And he tells you about these animals called llamas and these foods called tomatoes, which you had never seen of or heard. And he shows you them. He shows you a llama. Instead of just telling you it's like a long-necked sheep, he actually says, here, I brought one back. And he shows it to you. All of a sudden now, he has so much credibility. Whereas before you were really questioning everything he said, now you've seen with your own eyes that what he's saying, there's truth behind it. And he hands you a tomato and he says, see, I wasn't joking about these either. Well, you know, the manifestation of the spirit for the common good, the spiritual gifts mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12, are kind of like this. God says in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7, that to each is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. And he's talking about spiritual gifts. He's talking about things that the Holy Spirit gives to us. And verse 7 says, it's for the purpose of the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. A lot like those explorers when they came back to Europe. In order to prove that what they saw was true, they had to bring back a lot of stuff with them. They brought back many resources, animals, and different foods in order to prove to the queen, to the king, to the people of, this, of the country that they are from in Europe, that all their findings are, were legitimate, that they weren't making anything up. And we see this in the Bible. Oftentimes in Scripture, we see, especially in the book of Acts, disciples and apostles going out preaching the gospel. And there's this language here. Their message was confirmed by many signs and wonders. Now that's a strange thing to say. Their message was confirmed. But it's because their message was coming from a foreign land. It was coming from heaven. Because the scripture says that we are citizens of heaven. We are seated in heavenly places. And the gospel, fundamentally, the gospel is something from heaven. It's not from earth. So if we're telling all these people on earth about heaven, about something they can't touch, they can't see right now, it's a lot like the explorers telling the normal citizens of Spain or whatever country they were coming from about the Americas. Well, those citizens, they couldn't right away touch the Americas or taste the Americas or, or in any real way see what they're like. So they just relied on the testimony of these explorers. But not just that, the explorers proved, they manifested that what they were saying was true. And so the disciples, when they were preaching the gospel, the Holy Spirit accompanied them to perform signs and wonders to say, hey, these people who are speaking about a foreign place, a place you can't touch right now, a place you can't see with your own eyes right now, heaven, 
the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to give them abilities to prove to you that heaven is real, to prove to you that God is real. And that's exactly what Paul means when he says, the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Spirit meaning God, the reality of God, and manifestation meaning to make it plain, to make it obvious. So in other words, to make God real or obvious. If I'm talking about this God that you can't see or touch, the Holy Spirit is going to give me power to in some way prove, in some way confirm, in the same way an explorer would confirm his story, his message, his testimony. Now there's a lot of these gifts, and they're mentioned here in 1 Corinthians 12. They're mentioned as the utterance of wisdom, the utterance of knowledge, faith, which is a specific kind of faith, gifts of healings, working of miracles, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, various kinds of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. And these are some of the things that the Holy Spirit gives to us for the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. The world needs these things, and we need these things if we want to preach the gospel effectively. And not just the world, but we also, the Christians, the body of Christ, need these things because they edify us. As it says in a couple chapters later, the goal of these gifts for the church, for us Christians, is to strengthen us in Christ, to edify us, to increase our faith, to increase our love for God, to increase our awareness for God, all these things that are so, so, so important. If we want to edify each other, if we want to build up one another in Christ, we need these things because these things are the power of the Spirit. These things, just like the explorer would tell a story, he'd give a testimony, and then he'd say, see? And he would show them exactly what he was just testifying about. Well, the Spirit has given us the same access that when we testify of him, he will accompany our message in order to validate the message that we are speaking. He doesn't give us these things for our own spirituality or for our own selfish purposes, but for the sake of others, the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good.